So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he was such as this, this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. Checking in a little earlier. I wanted to uh, definitely make sure I uh, got a People's Talk Show episode in, so I'm coming in a little bit earlier than normal, but uh, hopefully you can uh, connect and get a chance to share and hear what's on your radar. Lots of things unfolding. Very busy day. And I want to share with you just something I think that uh, should allow us all to be appreciative and very grateful uh, that uh, while everything around us is just not doing too well, it just gives us something to uh, be mindful of the you know, the need to be grateful and to express gratitude towards the fact that we've been very blessed to not have to experience some of the things that's happening out in the European area. And I'm referring to the energy uh, crises underway and the impact it's having on businesses and households and things of that like. So anyway, got a couple of articles to share with you and I uh, definitely want to c- connect and find out what's on your radar. So feel free to let me know. Uh, any first time viewers in the community, welcome. Let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then, uh, of course, we'll do a little uh, call-in session. Number is 313-462-0027, where you can call and let your voice be heard. And uh, looking forward to connecting. So before I move forward, give it a second. And if you don't mind, for those that are plugged in, hit that thumbs up button. Hopefully more people are notified, given the fact that it's a last-minute live stream. Uh, wasn't pre-planned. So, uh, but uh, anyway, hope everyone's doing well. And I got three or four different articles to highlight the impact that uh, the European energy crisis is having on uh, countries. And of course, my suspicion is that it's just a matter of time before it makes its way to our shores here. And so between now and that time, if it happens, uh, just to be you know very grateful for the opportunities we do have uh, to be uh, not in that type of predicament as of yet, and hopefully not at all. But anyway, uh, Coach Tanisha, how you doing? We got uh, Cam- Common Human, if I'm not mistaken. How you doing, my friend? We got I Am checking in. Appreciate you guys. Uh, also, feel free to throw out whatever other subject matter you guys want to touch on. Uh, as always, I mentioned lots of things unfolding. So I'll just jump right into it, uh, do a little maintenance on my side, and then we'll jump into this live stream and hopefully get a call from you guys. And before I move forward, if you haven't, make sure you click that subscribe button as well as the bell notification. Hopefully you are notified when I do click go live. And uh, make sure you guys connect on uh, all the socials where you can stay plugged in throughout the day as I share articles. You know, there's lots of articles. I shared a lot of activity today on the uh, Telegram page as it's sent my way. I usually just forward on to you guys. So everybody have a chance to stay plugged in. And before I move forward, let me just make sure I do some maintenance on my side, uh, welcoming anybody as well as uh, pointing people in the direction to get plugged in for the more important issues. So rtd.news is where you can go to get immediate access to all the links. And of course, I want to start off by talking about Bullion Max, a great way to add to your silver stack if you haven't already. Uh, This little assortment pack here packs a powerful punch because it gives you a little bit of everything, including that American Eagle in there, which is carrying a hefty premium these days, despite what that spot price is uh, looking like. About I think we got down like $17.97 today. But then again, premiums are almost 80%, 90% some places for that American Silver Eagle. So once again, the decoupling is taking place in reference to how we uh, measure the nominal price of certain types of silver. So anyway, if you guys are interested, definitely consider that. 
great opportunity to add to your stack. If you haven't already, make sure you guys join me, rtlocals.com. I'll be streaming over there live uh, pretty much whenever this YouTube situation unfolds. And also, if you guys want to donate to the channel, support me. I appreciate that. And all the other information you need to stay plugged in. If you haven't already, make sure you test your dollar IQ. Better to understand the difference between lawful money and fiat currency now than before stuff hits the fan and, you know, you're forced to uh, run for the hills. But anyway, let's just jump right in and uh, keep it moving. Uh, Came across an interesting Zero Hedge article. And, of course, I go deeper than just that initial article to get a better understanding of what's going on and... Uh, one of the things that really stood out to me, and of course, I'll get to the primary subject matter, is that as I've been talking about the retirement um, unraveling, the whole retirement concept unraveling moving forward due to the basically the destruction of the currency. So here in the U.S., as well as in a couple other G7 nations, we've been very privileged to where, uh, as of now, currencies still carry an extreme amount of purchasing power. But then again, in other countries where those you know emerging markets, second, third world countries where purchasing power is already diminished, the livelihoods and things of that nature are extremely impacted negatively. And so in the UK, I think is another good example of what's uh, unfolding at a much rapid pace in a country that we wouldn't really anticipate that happening, given that prior to the US being the reserve currency, the British pound held that same privilege. But yet at this current moment, it doesn't really matter when inflation is understated beyond what they're telling their people there, but also you have the energy crisis impacting every aspect of life right down to the retirement situation so real quick i'll thumb through this but it says nearly three quarters of state pension will be swallowed up by energy bills next year and so a good portion of the older population in the uk as well as every other country are dependent upon fixed income products in particular pensions where regardless of what the adjustments might be, it's well beneath what the actual rate of inflation is. So imagine being in a situation where not only were were you already struggling with maintaining this current environment for your food and probably your housing costs, but then you factor in the energy side of things. And they're saying nearly three quarters of the state pensions will be swallowed up by energy bills. And the worst is yet to come based upon the deliberate uh, not de- deliberate overall, but them using the excuse of the Ukraine energy crisis. That's just the cover up for everything. But energy suppliers in the UK source their energy from other places. And as costs go up for them to obtain their energy, it only trickles down to all the subsidiaries as well as all the smaller uh, companies that distribute energy throughout the country. And they're having issues, i.e. having some debt problems. So it ultimately all boils back down to indebtedness by the comp- the public and private sector and the inability for governments to maintain this narrative. But real quick here, it says pensioners face terrifying winter as latest price cap predictions suggest annual gas and electricity fees could hit 7,000 pounds. And so this is a very detailed map. The UK, usually the Daily Mail is from the UK. It usually does a good job of painting a very dire and bleak picture, but it's realistic. It says energy regulator Ofgum said the price cap would rise from 1971, which is right now, to 3549. Says the price cap is predicted to rise to even higher, to over 6,600 pounds next year. And just for those who are wondering what I'm talking about here, so here's a visual aid here, just talking about how when the government stepped in to help the energy minister helped uh, to cap things at a certain rate at which they can charge certain thresholds of the economy. The current is 3,500 pounds is what the energy cap is per 
you know, measurement of energy, however they do all that. But it says how the price cap has soared and alarming predictions of what to come. So by October of this year, they're talking about this figure closer up to here. And so here we got this entire map here looking very uh, unpleasant heading into next year. And winter's not even here yet. And here's just some prices here of what's transpired from, as it says, monthly bill today compared to what's coming in October and the differences here. So if you're paying $1,000, you're going to be $1,800. That's just more unforeseen bills. And so here's a picture here. It's like a guy saying eating or heating. No one should have to you know, choose. But that's just how the system rolls. Anyway, here, there's more details here, but it, it impacts those on fixed income severely outside of the people who are actually working and having problems. So definitely whenever I see something about uh, pensioners, retirement, uh, person, you know, people in retirement, that definitely touches home because I'm thinking like that's here in the U.S. That's 74 million plus individuals either in or entering retirement. And as I always say before, it's going to reach it's going to completely alter the mindset of people, how they view retirement. And for those in the younger generations, you know, I, I, the word retirement will not be around, in my opinion, the way that it has been before. But anyway, keeping it moving. Uh, here's the article I was referring to. It says, how in the name of God. <laughs> Shocked Europeans post uh, astronomical energy bills as terrifying winter approaches. And so it, this was the picture here that just icing on a cake here. And so here we have a, the bill due. And by next week, next Tuesday, this bill is due and it's 9,800 pounds. And she was not used to paying anything like that to the point where she's shutting down her business. And so it's a very sad story. Forgive me. Took myself off the screen. Hit hit too many exits. <laughs> hit too many exits. Should be good. <laughs> Apologize for that. Hit the hit the wrong button. All right, keep it moving. But uh, as you go through here, it's just this basically highlights how more and more people have been posting. And actually, some of the posts are you know I got to refresh the page here. But more people are posting post posting their bills that they've received as of late, and the figures are just through the roof. And so here we talks about uh, all these cafes, small mom and pop shops where their overall electricity costs were minor in comparison to their over overhead cost to now where it has surpassed all their expenditures and their ability to sustain themselves to where they're all shutting down. And they're saying basically that nothing has really even kicked in as of yet in comparison to where it's going. But just more sad stories here talking about, you know, the Dorset pub closes after a 58,000 pound increase in utility costs so not quite sure how and what that could ever happen but they're finding a way to destroy the uk businesses uh real fast so just something to talk about here and then here is another little article here uh, it says households across the uk are about to experience an 80 percent jump in energy costs and this is from a couple days ago so uh impacting everyone's lives in the uk and surrounding areas especially within the continent of Europe. So there's something I want to bring to your attention just because when I saw this, it definitely touched home the heart and it made me uh, just really just, you know, say, you know, Lord, I, you know, I thank you. You know, just made, made me really grateful that at this current moment, those type of things are not happening here. And so a lot of this stuff is self-inflicted, no doubt. So I don't feel 
any type of remorse for the, the government there, but it's the government's decisions and their malfeasance that has led to this. But then again, it's all planned. And majority of people who are in, the, in that area there, they can't really see uh, beyond their current financial situations to be able to point the blame to the actual culprits behind this. And it has everything to do with Boris Johnson and his collaborate collaboration with the World Economic Forum and their willingness to put sanctions on a country that uh, was very, uh, uh, that supplied all of their energy needs all the way through Europe. Because mind you, just the UK companies that are having issues uh, affording their energy to distribute to the people, it all ultimately comes from other companies down the line. And I'd assume, I don't know the details of it, but I imagine it works its way all the way back towards the Nord Stream pipeline and as, as well as all those other pipelines that come from Russia and uh, the other places they source, source their energy. So it just goes to show how just one by one, bit by bit, the, as more things become more expensive, the harder it is to maintain even your own businesses or whatever. And that's very sad because small businesses pretty much make the world go round for the most part. And from last year's lockdown, basically categorizing essential and non-essential businesses to the point now where they're literally making it so that most businesses can't afford to stay open. It's going to be looking mighty ugly come next year, uh, globally, I think. But anyway, what else do I got here? And if this, if it doesn't get any more odd, let me share something with you real quick. And then I open up the phone lines. Uh, changes may not be saved. Okay, let me try to open up this window one time because uh, this has to do with energy. And in particular, it's about California. But for some reason, let me cancel this. My screen is acting up on me. So may or may not be able to get it open. Work with me real quick. But as of now, I'm still able to stream. So uh, yeah, a little glitch on my side. So I may not be able to do it. But anyway, as of now, you still can see me. So I'm having issues on my side, but I'll work around it. But it looks like uh, in California, due to uh, this holiday weekend and the the severe uh, heat wave coming through the West Coast, there's an article where they're telling uh, Californians that you might need to dial back on your energy usage because of the extreme possible triple digit heat wave coming through this holiday weekend. And what was comical in a sense about that was they told people that own electric vehicles, it, it might be wise for you not to charge your car. Because charging your car could, you know, hinder the electricity grid as far as pulling more than they are willing to uh, have the people pull. So just imagine that they're steering people towards electric vehicles. But then on the front, on the flip side of that, due to a circumstance that they're experiencing in that state, they're telling people that it might not be wise to charge a car. So if that's all you have, then what do you do? And those are just, that's just some of the asinine uh, methods that are, are being thrown out here that don't make sense up front. But then again, when it's a coordinated event amongst many states, many countries, many governments, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just either you do it or else type of experience. It's just completely, complete foolishness in my opinion. So uh, I would show it to you, but for whatever reason, not able to open up my, not able to open up my, let me close this, see if I can close it. And uh, hopefully I can get something going. But anyway, I'm having issues all of a sudden on my side. So we'll walk, we'll talk through it and uh, have some fun. But anyway, I wasn't open up. Let's open the phone line. 
and let's have a little back and forth. And let me see. It's unfortunate that I can't open up my window the way that I want to without closing stuff down. So I'll have to work around it. Let me see if I can close this window. Can I prevent the page from creating additional dialogue? Sure. All right. So, all right. I got my window back. Forgive me. <laughs> all right. So let me share this screen here. And then I opened the phone lines. As I mentioned beforehand, it won't be long. Just wanted to make sure I did connect for a uh, live talk. But here is that uh, article that I was referring to. Let me mute this. So here's an article here. It says California heat wave to stress power grid cause potential blackout officials says. And then if you scroll down to the bottom here, uh, it says officials will ask uh, Californians not to charge electric vehicles if conditions worsen. So, yeah, just be stuck inside the house, not being able to go nowhere because of electrical vehicles. But anyway, this is what's going on. All right, man. Uh, let's open the phone lines. Uh, lots of things to touch on. Feel free. Bring some topics to the table. Uh, stream a little bit normal, uh, earlier than normal, but hopefully get a chance to hear from you guys directly. So give me a call as well as throw out any other subject matter that came across your radar or whatever you're feeling out there. Let me know. And uh, we can touch on that. We burn it on border with feeling every day, $100 million. Uh, let me see here. SeaTac says we burn it on the border with feeling every day for $100 million. Uh, let me know what you're referring to, SeaTac. And if I'm assuming you're in Finland. Let me know. What are you experiencing on the streets over there? Mr. Rocky Boy, listening from Northern Michigan. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. What else we got here? Um, China is selling Russian gas to Europe. Sun goes. Yeah, great point. I mentioned that last night. I did see that article. And so basically, China's making a little, 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 little side, little, some side change of redirecting Russian energy through their coffers, putting a little premium on top of it and then shipping it away. And uh, I, I think one of the articles I mentioned or saw is that I, I think uh, it's a, was it Turk Greece? I think it's Greece. If I'm not mistaken, there, there's a, there's a, one of those European countries or Southeast, our uh, Southeastern nations uh, that they're supplying the uh, tankers to where literally they're taking Russian oil, filtering it through China I'm assuming through those energy pipelines, loading up tankers from another country and then exporting it to Europe and other places like that. So, yeah, they got a whole little uh, system going over there. But anyway, let's talk. Hello, Carlos. What are you calling call, call from? Hey, Mike. This is Chris from Atlanta, UK. Chris, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm good. Just checking in. I haven't called in a while, so I decided to call in. Yeah, man. Now, so you still in the UK? Yeah, this is where I live, so I'll be out here until uh, the visa's done, yeah. which should be uh, 2024 in November, and then I'll probably move to Kenya. Until you move to Kenya? Yeah, my okay. wife is Kenyan, so I'll probably end up moving to Kenya. Okay, that's a that's a nice another jump there. Give me give me the what, what are you seeing as far as the whole because the media giving us is UK. Of course, we see the cost of living crisis trending and. All those things is it you know is it nationwide or is it certain pockets or what do you what do you experience if you don't mind sharing? Um, well, it hasn't really hit us. Um, I guess it depends on like just like in the U the U.S. It depends on the income of the person. Correct. But um, 
I mean, it's definitely a big topic. Most most people out here are talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people I work with, they're all like, "Man, the, the cost of living is cr- the cost of living is crazy." Mm-hmm. You know, so we they're they're talking about it all the time. Right. But um, I live. Hold on a second. Let me go back inside because I'm on the bathroom. It's cold. No problem. <laughs> oh, I'm second. <laughs> But yeah, um, people I work with, they're they're complaining about it. They're like, man, it's, you know, the cost of living is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's starting to get expensive. Yeah. But um, I kind of I kind of prepped for this for a long time. So what I did is um, I uh, I bought some solar panels and I I got a jackery. I got two jackeries. So one as a backup. I got induction stoves. I mean, literally everything it takes for me to be independent from without having to you know pay for electricity or anything like that so i told my wife i said things got too bad you know i'll take the jackery because i live literally on the same campus that i work Mm -hmm. i can walk to work in like five minutes so what um what i what i'll do is i'll take the jackery and i'll just walk you know when i go to work i'll leave one that's already charged and then i'll take one and just charge it up so that way i could use the government's electricity and I could just, you know, live for free right. as far as electricity. I don't have to pay for any electricity because where I work, you know, I can just plug it in and let it charge while I'm working and I'll come back home right, right around the corner. Right. So that's one solution. But, um, yeah, I, I got induction stoves to everything. So I, I literally prepped for this. Right. So when, th- when things go up, you know, I'm not totally concerned, but I think the people that, didn't really have a plan. Those are the people that will probably get hit like right. really, really bad. Right. So and that, and food is next. Right. So that's something that we can learn from on this side because it's just a matter of time. And these are all learning experiences for everybody. So that's why I continue to harp on these things, not to talk doom and gloom, but this is real world because it's happening to other people. So, um, you know, how could we think of avoid us? I doom out here all the time. And I told him, I said, I'll just give it to you real. Yeah. You know, you got to. You got to live in reality. So, right. I mean, I always tell them food's going to be next. Right. And then so. when food gets here, you know, people, people are really going to have an issue because these electricity bills are just one, one phase. Right. And I always tell them we haven't even got to the real issue yet. Right. We have real issues when we start getting into the hyperinflation. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're on the doorstep. So I always tell people, you know, you better plant your garden. But out mm-hmm. here, um, you know, you have allotments so people can, you know, pay for land and, and space so they can plant food. But mm-hmm. the issue with that is you got to worry about whether or not somebody's going to steal it. Right. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I bought, um, water, water, uh, barrels and mm-hmm. all kind of stuff to collect rainwater because it's, you know, rains a lot. Of, I literally thought of every single thing. So I don't have to spend any money right. on anything in the future. The only thing I need to spend money on is housing. Right. That's, that's pretty much the way I, I structured everything. Right. So, you know, hey, just telling everybody how I would do it. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for giving us, uh, you know, some real practical advice that people can heed as a uh, as valuable information, man. Thank you. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, my mother-in-law thinks I'm crazy, but I told her, I said, just wait. I'll be a genius later. <laughs> yeah, keep us posted when I move <laughs> to Kenya, too, man. Definitely clear to see how that, play, how that plays out. Yeah, it'll be a while before that. It'll be a while before that. But, yeah, we I, that's the plan. We'll see what happens. All right, my man. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, yeah yeah real world scenarios man like so just from practical information shared the biggest thing the biggest takeaway from everything he shared was he prepared in advance 
took advantage of opportunities when things were a lot cheaper, bought it so that, you know, he'll have some emergency cushions if he needed to fall back on those things. And also financially speaking, he's in a position where he's not, you know, not too bad. So uh, something we're definitely worth being grateful for. All right, a couple more calls, then we get it dialed back. As I mentioned, won't be long. Just wanted to check in and share with you what's happening across the pond and give you um, just something that, you know, count your blessings over. You know, definitely, if you're in a position where you have lights on, gas on, and you can make those bills, that's definitely something to be grateful for, 100%. All right, keep it moving. What else we got here? And SeaTac, I saw your question about uh, ask a question via typing. And so I won't be able to type, but just let me know how things are in uh, in Finland, I believe. Let me know what you're experiencing there uh, in your neck of the woods. Any concerns that the other Finnish people are having, let us know. All right. Uh, yeah, feel free to give me a call. Phone eyes are open. Also, I shared, uh, as I was keeping an eye on silver prices earlier, um, we got down to $17.97 and like 97 cent or something. And so I was talking on Telegram, just mentioning how that's just a deflationary pressures that's happening all across the board. But then you have manipulation on top of that with all that paper stuff they're dumping. And also, uh, let me see. It was brought to my attention about the U.S. debt clock. Uh, Rochelle, I appreciate you for sending me that information. And I didn't get a chance to dive deeper, but. Even the information provided on there is being uh, altered in a downward trajectory, uh, I guess, in relation to the amount of currency in creation with the metals above ground. The actual paper price, if you take the two and try to average them out, they're saying that gold is getting cheaper. But then again, the money supply is still in the trillions, so I'm not quite sure how. So just more paper manipulation, rigging stuff, but... Anyway, I'll get this last call here, and then I'll uh, get ready to dial back. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, I'm calling from uh, like kind of near Pensacola, Florida, out in the woods. Kinda, How you doing, man? That's like the city. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, pretty good. What's on your I'm mind? doing pretty good. I can't uh, grow a year-round garden here, mm-hmm. and uh, cost of living's kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gone up since everybody's moving to Florida, but. Right. Um, I don't know. I just just tell everybody like, just like dig in, do what you can, hang on, stay mm-hmm. positive. We yeah. all know what's coming, but just push on. Right. Hey, that's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent accurate there. And also, amongst all the obvious, the unforeseen events that are coming can also create opportunity as well. So I think a lot has a lot, has a lot to do with paradigm. How are you looking at this? Either it's the end of the world or it's the beginning of the world for you, and whatever value that you know you're going to deliver because once again you still got to get up and do something and so that's a good way to serve and be a blessing to other people and, and usually good things come when you do that so uh mindset also plays into that man so uh, i hear you man god loves us oh 100 man I mean, he's gonna take care of his own like he always has so put your faith in him my friend appreciate you good stuff man appreciate the call yeah man that's where it always falls back to those three areas i talk about you got the natural practical, spiritual. In the natural, we're witnessing, we're getting a chance to learn in real time based upon you know, ex- examples that's happening all around us. With that, you take that, you process that. That's called wisdom. You apply it to something that you can utilize. That's utilizing that knowledge. And that means getting ahead of the curve and everything you need to prepare and brace for impact. And then you take all that and you wrap it up and type it up a nice little bow 
then you put it in God's hands. Give it to him. Let him order your steps and do what he got to do with it. Just because beyond all that, we still got a mission to do. We still got we still got a calling on our lives that has a lot more to do with more important things. And it has to do with human souls, because beyond all this, you know, from the health side of things, we got a whole lot coming. It's flu season. It's going to be a hell of a flu season. You watch. And uh, of course, the impact of that experimentation, people putting their bodies is starting to rear its head above ground. More people are dropping like flies out of the blue, young, healthy people. So, yeah, more issues, man. But, you know, I just want to check in for a quick minute and remind people to count your blessings, regardless of what you're experiencing. That could always be worse. Be grateful for what you have. Continue to grind hard for, you know, for more. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot more to work for than just the material things. You know what I'm saying? We got to work for our spiritual aspects as well, trusting in the Lord. So anyway, people, that's all I wanted to do uh, real quickly. I wanted to connect with you guys. Hope this was an informative live stream. And uh, hopefully you guys got some value from this. If you did, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Take this video so people can realize that this ain't like just, you know, the doom and gloom. This is real deal here. You can hear from the callers and things of that nature, some practical advice. Take this video, share so other people can stay plugged in and stay informed. That's the best way to, uh, I guess, play your part in helping people uh, unplug from the matrix. So anyway, I will see you guys later. Be blessed. Peace.